gotta go out of the desert and shoot some night vision, then I'll get it. That's that's where it comes in. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is Guns and Stuff. I am Daniel, and I'm here in Las Vegas at QVO Tactical with Roger. I'm here. Roger, he's here. He's killing it. So if you don't know QVO, they just make some of the most amazing dope holsters. Like I was back in the shop seeing the stuff they do. Like it's legit amazing. So tell us who you are. How'd you get here? What's going on here in Vegas? Okay. Uh, my name is Roger. I own a company called QBO Tactical. We make holsters and gear. Uh, we also film some content on our YouTube channel. Dope content. <laughs> um, but I got into the holster business through uh, my career in law enforcement. Uh, I was a police. Oh, you got it? You want to? <laughs> Have y'all seen this? Like, oh, I messed it up. Very young 21 year old Roger right there. <laughs> um, but I was a police officer here in Las Vegas for a long time. Um, and during that time, I was using gear. Uh, that to me just was suboptimal, so I started learning about suboptimal. That's so nice. <laughs> There's just you guys all know how it is. Uh, you have like the certain brands, certain products you use because um, they just work better for you. So I found that for me and a lot of the people that are buying the products, obviously for them as well, um, like what I was doing. So I ended up going back to school, became an art major, and uh, for the last eight years now, I've been running my company. Yeah, man. After eight years of hard work, I'm an overnight success. Overnight success, <laughs> eight years of the making. Anything worth everyone who's like, man, you just popped up. They've been doing this joint for forever. You just noticed for now. All right, enough of that. Let's get into some questions. <laughs> Let's do it. Cool. Recommendations on an affordable optic cut armor, hollow sun, slide three for gen three. Um, I think everybody's pretty affordable. I think it's more finding the company like that's gonna have a shorter lead time. I think that's important too. Pretty much. Quality control has pretty much been standardized at this point. Every company that's been doing terrible work, just people stopped going there. So what I look for is short lead times and just consistent work. Um, Jaegerworks does good work. Um, and also, like if you're, if like you might just want like a one stop. So, like you go to Jaegerworks, you can get everything done. Um, Dynamic Weapon Solutions, you go there and get everything mm -hmm. done. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. if if you just want a slide cut, um, honestly, like a lot of times, I'll I, I used to look for like. Uh, Newer companies that were just getting in, like they were, that have backgrounds in machining, mm -hmm. but were getting into this area because then they were likely to have lower prices and a way quicker lead time. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on Canic pistols? So I get this question a lot. Thoughts on Canic pistols? Roger, where are you on Canic pistols? I've only shot them With once. With thousands of dollars <laughs> of guns in front of us, where are you on Canics? Uh, I have a lot of buddies that run them. Uh, me personally, I ran them once during uh, a range event, like a, a training day, um, and honestly, like they performed well. Like. I know that they're really big on like having an affordable price point, um, which isn't always a bad thing, um, but I don't have enough time behind it to be like, oh, I would definitely carry it, or no, I wouldn't. I will say that as I ran them, they felt comfortable in the hands and um, there were no malfunctions, so, but that was also only about 100 rounds. Um, CCW holster also for subcompact CZ or shield. Hey, I know a guy. He makes holsters. Vegas, who <laughs> makes dope holsters. Uh, your CZ subcompact is the CZ P10S. Yep, we make them for those. And the MP Shield, we've been, that's one of our first holsters. Yeah, we still make it. Here's a shorter list. What gun don't you make holsters for? Uh, let's see. Canic, we do not make. Um, CZ Shadow, we do not make. The, uh, the SIG 226, we do not make. The ones that I am listing, guys, are ones that we get a lot of requests for, so they eventually probably will become a holster that we make. Uh, we tally all the ones that we get continually asked about, and then we bring it to market. Ah, okay, so there's like three guns. Everything else you can get a holster <laughs> for. You can get a holster for this. 
Right, lead time's gonna be a little bit further than the normal lead time. Believe it or not, there is a flux holster out there from us. And it's inside the waistband, right? <laughs> Just so sit down. Uh, okay, should I suppress my do wall? Yes, suppress it all. I don't have to read the rest. Put a can on everything. Suppress everything. Put a can on I literally have three 11.5s in the other room that I'll suppress. Is there a distance that suppressing becomes ridiculous or that you need to get a crazy size can that you put on? There's a distance that you need to worry about warranty-wise, and I found this out. I don't want to say the hard way, but just like, whoops. Um, a lot of manufacturers look at your, your warranty on your suppressor, like even like Surefire, one of my favorite suppressor companies, they're not going to warranty under 10.5. Ooh, I didn't so, know like, that. I have 7.5 guns that I was suppressing, not realizing that. So say something was to go wrong with my suppressor on my 7.5 gun, it's it's not going to fall within the warranty. Is that just 5.56? Uh, I think it, it's a caliber specific and varies. Okay. But I so do, 300, you can go shorter. I believe so. So like, but every single one of them is gonna have different specs and what they'll like. I, I learned this as I started getting in the suppressor game. Like, hey, like this is only like, like some of them will say, hey, you can go seven five or ten five, but not full auto rated. Like, in the can will be like, hey, if you're running a twelve five or longer, you can have it full auto rated. It's good to go. But if you're running a ten five full auto rated, it's like not gonna go. They won't warrant it. So if you hit them up like, hey, my suppressor, like I got a baffle strike and it failed me. What were you running? Oh, we were doing select fire on a ten five, you know, HK four sixteen. Like, mm, not gonna fly. So all I heard was tell them you were doing a 18-inch <laughs> PRS match, and that's where it went down. One round up. in a minute. <laughs> Keep the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Do you really need suppressor height sights with a red dot on a pistol? Oh, I'm about to give an unpopular opinion here. Go for it. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so someone asked me this today, and they're like, what suppressor height sights should I get for my gun? And I'm like, I run Amerigo sights. I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea if they work or not because I've never actually used them. Like, for me, the durability and the technology exactly. in a red dot today, today is to the point where I think it's legit. The one exception is every time I hear uh, someone shooting competition, my red dot went down and I had to finish the stage. Besides that, like if you're in a self-defense shooting and your red dot goes down, you're not gonna, you're gonna keep doing sure, work yeah. till you're ready to go. So. I don't, thoughts on irons. Would I want them? Sure, but would I, like, the current carry gun that I have, the, the way it's set up with the 509T, the plate makes it sit too high so I don't have them. Um, does that make me not carry it? No, the 509Ts, like, you know, if you watch any any Hollow Sun video that Aaron Cowan's done, like, things bomb proof. <laughs> so, I agree with you, the technology's there nowadays to where, you know, the RMR Type 2 coming out being specifically made for handguns, you know, like, the first RMR, a lot of malfunctions were happening because like the RMR wasn't originally designed to go on a reciprocating slide. It was supposed to be mounted on top of an ACOG and so it's not reciprocating, you know, taking all that that huge recoil and impact, that harsh recoil impact. So I think what you just said is like spot on. Like with the technology now, they're 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 reliable enough. Now, is there anything wrong with getting suppress right sites? No, there's nothing wrong with having fail safes. I mean, but like do you need them? No. Like would I not grab this gun if I was gonna like, if I needed to get into a shooting because it doesn't have backup iron sights, no, I would still grab it and trust the red dot. So, for me, like, with irons, they're not going to inhibit me from doing anything. So, I'm going to throw them on my gun as a backup. Like, if it made, I was a major failure, there was a big issue. But, honestly, realistically, you don't need them. So, I will say, like, and it's funny that this question just came in. Um, Night, I think Night Vision just posted a photo. Uh, I only got to look, uh, read a little bit of the description, but 
I think they're coming out with um, instead of like suppressor height sights, like optic height sights, meaning wider spread rear to where it's not. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it mm -hmm. takes up so much of your window. So they're thinking, okay, well, we just want them as backups. They're not going to be primaries. So oh. what if we made it to where there's a wider rear notch? So it's more... More field of view. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. That's what 2021, people. Catch up. <laughs> like, for real, I just run a front post. Like, and just call it a day. Like, point, you're point shooting anyway. And you're not... What is that? You're not taking a 100-yard shot in an emergency. Um, how do you store your... Okay, I get this asked every time. How do you store your mags? How do you store your ammo? How do you store your loaded mags? Empty mags? Quick lowdown on ammo storage um i just leave it in the mag <laughs> okay great so that's what i do i'm trying to figure out if there's like some super scientific thing so for this. i remember like police days everybody's like oh you know unload your mags like and there were guys in the locker room they unload their stuff i i carry 1911 i had mags that were loaded for over a year no spring tension issues still cycled fine by quality mags like i didn't have any issues and i was running triple cormacs at the time like i don't have anything that i've like I will say this, every year I shoot out all the duty ammo that I carry for mm -hmm. that year and I replace it like this year I just, you know, and it's, and it's a thousand round case I have to buy every year. I don't even go through it all. So like you'll go through 500 of it and I'll switch to the other 500. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I, I do that. One thing I was going to say, I think a lot of, now I'm not going to say myths, but thoughts about firearms are based on older guns. Sure. Where, and where it was a real Where thing. it was shooting steel case through your like, really I, old gun. I, st I still load 28 rounds in my mags, but then I realize like when I'm on range not counting because I'm like listening to the instructor and like, oh, and then I realize I maybe loaded 32 and I don't have any issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like newer P mags and Lancer mags and yeah. like the Dura mags, like unpopular opinion i share a lot it probably doesn't matter um a lot of people ask me specific questions and it's usually newer shooters who just heard a bunch of horror stories you'll be fine get out and train um local training or seek out the big names and travel this is a good question that's a really good question um i take at least one class every year and i'm not trying to down like uh like i'm from a no-name instructor um and the reason being like as as our social media following has grown, like I'll sometimes go to classes and people know who I am versus I want to go somewhere where they have no idea because then all of the feedback I'm getting, I know is 100% objective. Mm -hmm. So when they tell me like, hey man, you're like, you're anticipating and I can tell and you're breaking low left, I completely go, man, like they, they know nothing about me. So it just makes it easier for me to, and it's like, like, uh, like trying to change your significant other. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> versus like taking them to a class and having somebody else do it. So yeah. I know like, Oh, my boyfriend tells me that all the time. Yeah, well, because <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Um, that's so. I live in the Northeast, where there's about six states in the area that this one state takes up, and I get the question a lot. People like I live in New York. Who's a good trainer here? If you draw a four-hour circle from wherever you live, you will find some legit training. And you get horror stories. This instructor was bad. This instructor sucks. I always say travel. Get the training is like a gun. I almost would say better training is better than a better gun. Like you'll learn stuff that you can apply a lot longer. So go out, get really good training, and don't be afraid sure. to travel. You go four do, hours, it'll be legit. Do both. Like. <laughs> So I, I had the opportunity last year, I got to go to the uh, the Surefire uh, event and I got trained with like Bill Blowers, Bill Rapier, well-known high instructors, uh, high, highly qualified instructors in the country. And it's awesome, it's great. Um, and at the same time, I've trained with other instructors who I've never heard of that I picked up a lot from. Um, and especially like, not just for like, if you're a new shooter and you're getting educated to, you know, the four quadrants and you're getting to the point where you're conscious of confidence, you're starting to know what you need to know versus, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Did you see my hair wave? 
Because it went right over my head. But a lot of you guys out there, I, I, I get feedback from like, hey, like, what do you recommend if I want to get into instructing? Go to as many classes as you can because you're going to see what resonated with you and what stuck with you. So then use that, use that technique in your classes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I heard someone say you don't know what you don't know. And when you go to a class, oh, and then that thing clicks off and then it applies to other things. So get a wide range of mm -hmm. class. If you go to a bad class, you may have to leave halfway through because you don't want to get shot, but you'll also learn and you'll get more information from that. So I've been instructing for 10 years now and I still go to classes. I went to, I took the guys to a, a Brittany May class here like a month ago and there was like, I picked up like three things. I'm like, shout out oh, to man. Brittany May and Triarch. Yeah, I was like, I was like, there's. I picked up three things and I was like, man, I didn't think about that. Favorite concealed carry gun? One. What day of the week are we talking about? It's Saturday, <laughs> and your so. This is the last gun you can carry. So not just your favorite shooting gun, but reliability, fixing it, hands down. Duty, you gotta do whatever you gotta do for the rest of your life. Favorite carry gun? Oh, it's Glock 19. Then, Glock yeah. 19. It's just, so it's just gonna work. So Glock 19 over the OZ9. Yeah, like Glock, it's got more time behind it, man. It's got more, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the Glock grip angle, but I know that I can pick up any, I have, okay, I'm not a fan of the Glock 19 grip angle, but I have seven Glock 19s. Okay. <laughs> I hate the Glock, it's dumb. How many you got? Don't worry about that. It's not that, it's just like, if if I went back to shooting Glock mm -hmm. and just stuck at it for a year, then yeah. my natural presentation starts to line up perfectly. So, updates the question. Any carry gun with ultimate aftermarket support. Meaning, it, you, if it goes down, you can get it fixed. So this isn't like end of the world, there's nothing to fix it, but like... Well, after this week, man, this thing, dude. What is that? That's the Staccato C2 Duo. It's, it's honestly, it's a mini XC. So this is, this is the, an, one of our videos coming out soon, so you're, you're showing this the first time ever. Ooh, <laughs> got the exclusive. Um, it's a C2 Duo that's been machined out with a single huge integral port that pretty much just makes it a mini XC. Um, like the Scotto XC is my favorite 2011 to shoot, but I wouldn't carry it because the trigger is so light. So this is a standard carry trigger. Then you have a fully enclosed 509T optic, and I'm a big fan of the 1911 2011 grip. So, I'm, I made a prediction. I'm gonna call it now. 2021 is gonna be the year of the comped aftermarket gun. I don't know, man. That's been like my last two years. <laughs> you don't count because you've been ahead of the curve. But like, I think this is going to be like that more... thing is so flat too, man. Like this, this is gonna be like be the new Roland special where everyone does it. And they, I think the big thing that's gonna need to happen is a lot of companies are gonna need to come out and do support for it because I know there's a few specialty houses that do it really well, and then some weird hackups. I know one one dude I was talking with. It took him four months to get his barrel back. He sent it out to get it milled. So I think if lead times can come down and consistent can keep, consistency can stay up, I think comp, cause they're so legit. Cause you don't have to worry about the huge comp on the end of it. And if you're using it at self-defense distances, three inches, four, six, it's not gonna make a huge difference. We cannot spend this much time on these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start shooting? I'm gonna answer this for him. It was my job. Why did I start shooting? I'm allergic to dying. That's the incorrect um. answer to mine. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, why did you start shooting? Uh, Team Fortress Classic and Counter-Strike. Ooh, so video games. Yeah. Mm. Are you the first person in your family to get into guns? Yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Is that why you're so into video games now? Uh, I've been a game. I, <laughs> I, like, as a police officer, I would take vacation time to go get in line and get Call of Duty at GameStop <laughs> at midnight and then take the next four days off to not get out of my chair and play. <laughs> so you were the guy who stacked up PTO just to... Yeah. Good stuff. 100%. <laughs> Why did you get into shooting so video games? 
Yep, for me. Good stuff, good stuff. Why did I get into shooting? Um, I shot paintball guns and airsoft guns, and I'm like, this is fun, what's next? So that's how I got into shooting. Um, best drop leg holster. Y'all keep asking questions that are gonna make me go into a lot of stuff. QVO makes the best drop leg holster. Um, I would say, if you don't know why, <laughs> don't get a drop leg holster. Thoughts on drop leg holsters? I think that a lot of people misconstrue what a drop leg holster really is. Um, I think a dropped and offset holster is probably what you're more thinking of, um, where you still see that leg strap, but a real drop leg holster is one that actually has like a, a strap, like a shroud coming off of your belt that goes down to your thigh, uh, which if you're not like, they're made so that it can clear heavies, meaning like uh, SWAT teams that are running like full kit and they can't get to their waistline so they have to reach all the way down their leg. That's what it's a real drop leg holster is used for. Um, what I think you're referring to is a dropped and offset holster and honestly it depends on the purpose. So if yeah. you need a duty one, Safari Land, um, in my opinion. If you need just an open top holster because you want to drop an offset, QBO Secondary, uh, Tier 1 makes good ones, T-Rex makes good ones, like there's, there's awesome companies out there. I think the Safari Land ULB, the mid-ride. UBL. UBL, close enough. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's what most people are thinking when they say drop leg holsters. And I like that because it's a little bit closer to where my hands are. Um, if your gun is further away from where you present it, that's a little bit more time to get it into the fight. So know why you want to do it and have a reason behind why you're doing something. But um, yeah, so good drop leg holster. QVL, in, what, what's this color? That is the Tiger Stripe uh, Ombre. It's the it's Call of Duty skin. Call of Duty skin. <laughs> That's dope. They have the sickest skins here. Um, why did you get into media arts? This is a really good question. Why did you get into media arts? So I've always been, uh, I used to draw a lot when I was a kid. And then it kind of lined up when I started QEO, went back to school for art. So like all the content, if you follow what I do, like all of my photography, videography, everything is actually my, I do it. Um, I got to go to Icon Academy last year, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't really like gun people. That's good stuff. Um, if y'all don't know, like Roger is a, phen which is why I'm here, which is why I love this man. He's a phenomenal content creator. Like Thank he you. puts together. It. That means a lot coming from him. <laughs> amazing look. Like go to his YouTube channel. Like he puts crazy informative, great looking content. So that's a huge reason why I'm a big fan of everything he does. And he kills the holster game too. I usually don't see people doing that. You have terrible advertising and great. Anyway, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> um, why did I get into media arts? Cause I enjoyed it. I like being able to see something and then try to replicate it and figure out how it works and after effects. Isn't there like a, such a huge sense of accomplishment with that? Yes! Or like when you have something in your head and you literally make it come to life. Like you, okay, I see it and then like, or for me it's music. Like I hear a song and I'm like, I see a video. And then when you finally put it here, like, yo, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I think of like, uh, and as corny as it sounds, like when James Cameron did Titanic and when he saw it come to life, I feel like it was such a success because he flat out was like, literally what I imagined yeah. in my head is what we created. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, no, I'm gonna go onto my spiel, my soapbox. I think the most important thing to be a content creator and a successful one is you have to enjoy it. Like you gotta love like, the process of making a piece of content, like making a video. And if people enjoy it, if people like like it and it blows up and it goes viral, that's like a byproduct. But like for me, I, I, I love guns and stuff because I get to make something that I really enjoy, that right. looks the way I, I want it to, that sounds the way I want guns it to. That's why I reached out to you, man. I remember looking at this and I'm like, what is this? Who, who decided to finally start recording in, you know, portrait, 
and using like an actual camera that's gonna give you like you know you're running a fast lens I'm like that's a 1.4 it's a 1.0 it's something and everybody's like what are you talking about I was like nothing let me message this guy <laughs> like I, I legit sat down I'm like I'm gonna make the dopest IG stories as humanly as much as I can without my wife finding out I'm spending all of her money so like even not to have well I was like I just wanted to make something really cool that I enjoy and it turned into this so that's why I love media that's why I love art and if you want to be I get a lot of questions how do I do this how do, I do that you gotta love it and you gotta love the process of actually doing it because yeah. it's gotta suck in the beginning so, mm -hmm. and you gotta start like you can't improve on anything and you start I have so many friends that I'm helping do content and have yet to put out the video because like, I want it to look like yours if if you followed any of that, go back and look at my first vlog. It is trash. One MOA or three point two MOA RMR. My opinion for RMRs, the smaller the better. <laughs> that only puts RMRs. Next question: <laughs> Complete upper recommendations, pin and welded. Does anyone do that at the factory? Uh, this is a Maryland question, I think, because I did my fourteen five pin and welded from ADM. They they did it. Mm -hmm. ADM, you go with them. Clubhouse, I'm already on Clubhouse. You obviously haven't looked me up. I'm on Clubhouse. No, ever, am I ever doing anything on Clubhouse? No, but I am on Clubhouse. I don't know what Clubhouse is. You're not missing anything. <laughs> Vertex. Yeah. Vertex, I know Everly stock is good stuff. I see people running that stuff too. The Vertex range bag to me, like it has drawers in it. Like that is so useful. It is dope. It's <laughs> really legit. Check, check out like. It's, it's sitting right there. There's a reason certain Brands are really popular, grab Vertex. Swamp Fox, uh, that's why I thought it was a Swamp Fox. Thoughts on Swamp Fox? Um, I like that they are making a super small uh, optic that's metal housed, metal casing. Um, I haven't messed with them enough. I do know that they don't put a rear notch in, so like to make it like run like a back of iron. Mm. So that kind of bugs me. Yeah. But I, don't, I haven't tested it enough. I know we talked about the whole like red dots being super reliable, but I, I don't know enough about them. That's a big deal. People are like, what's the best thing? Like, for me, I like Hollow Sun and I like Trigicon. There's a lot of great stuff out there. I don't know enough about Swamp Fox and I haven't seen. Has Aaron Callen run one? No. So, Red Dot, for real, for real, my opinions on Red Dots are solely based on whatever Aaron Callen says. I just spit back out whatever he puts on YouTube. Like, he is the OG of if Red he's Dot running testing. It, it's gonna. It's gonna survive whatever you put it through. Yeah, there is no way you're gonna be able to put it through. Man, he runs it, what, on a Glock 18 or, the, or an auto seer, like, how about that? He just drops them all and my heart breaks every time. <laughs> He's like, this is the drop test, here we go. So yeah, check out Aaron Cowan, Sage Dynamics on YouTube, like, literally, legit the OG of Red Dots. TLR7A or the X300? Both. Uh, this is more comfortable, don't get me wrong, um, but I'm used to this from using it more, so. But they're both very doable. Concealed carry though, EDC, uh, my opinion, TLR7A is going to be more comfortable. Um, I think outside the waistband, duty rig, classes, beat the crap out of it. EDC every day. I'd probably go with the TLR. Watch uh, Sam Pitchfork and do a ton of dry fire training. Dry fire is super important. Um, People will get mad at me if I could do one thing, dry fire or live fire, I would do dry fire. But a lot of people don't know this, my daughter was in the hospital for a year and I basically didn't shoot for about nine months, but I was able to dry fire and my skills, I was able to maintain my speed right. and my consistency. Now after the second round, stuff fell apart. I had to <laughs> figure that out, but um, dry fire is one of the best things you can do. That's it, we're done. Hey good stuff, that's how you say it. <laughs> 
Alright guys, that was Guns and Stuff with QVO Tactical Roger. Thank you so much for hey, doing this. You. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning or 1.53. Thank you so much for doing this. How can people get in contact with you? What can they do to get one of these dope holsters? Did I break? I just got okay, cool. So, <laughs> how can people get in touch with you? Uh, website, QBOTactical.com. You can find us on QBO underscore tactical here on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, if you DM our account, I am the one that messages uh, back and I answer every DM, so. He really does, he really does. Sometimes I'll just be at 3 in the morning, yo bro, what's up? Yeah. He answers. All right, that's it for Guns and Stuff. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and I cannot wait to hang out with you next week for some more Guns and Stuff. I flew out of DCA inauguration day with a Pelican case with a bunch of guns and ammo. So, how'd that go? It was fantastic because I got to the airport at 4 a.m. for 8 o'clock flight. So, I planned ahead. I planned to spend an hour and a half in handcuffs. So.